back at Jamie and Brian's, there was a cloud of sadness over what would normally be a joyful time of year. Bindi and Crikey were missing Bizzo, their friend and constant companion. And yes, much like human beings, dogs do remember each other. And the way I see it, they miss each other too. Bright, shiny objects were dotted throughout the house. Tiny lights hung around the doorways and windows. And in the big room where the two-leggers would watch moving pictures in a box, a giant sticky tree was sitting in a corner in a large bowl of water. Crikey found out earlier this was not a bowl of water to drink. The tree also glistened with shiny objects and tiny lights entwined in its branches. Crikey sniffed at the tree. This smells just like the outdoor trees with the sticky branches. I know it does. Remember the time you crawled under a sticky tree to get your ball? You got that icky goo stuck on your head and you couldn't get it off. Bindi tried to stifle a laugh. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Hey, don't laugh. I tried to shake it loose and you wouldn't help me. I don't want that sticky stuff on me either. When the two-leggers found it, they had to pull on my fur to brush it out. It didn't exactly feel good. Cougar the cat was lounging in his favorite chair, silently observing Bindi and Crikey's conversation. So, did you learn your lesson, Crikey? I guess so. Okay, then don't even think of sniffing any of the bright, shiny objects on this sticky tree. Why? They look like toys for me to play with. Fine, do what you want, but I will not take the blame when a two-legger runs into the room and scolds you. With that said, Cougar begrudgingly hopped off his favorite chair, turned dramatically with his tail in the air, and exited the room. Crikey thought perhaps he should take Cougar's advice and padded into the room where the two-leggers would sleep. Bindi was curled up on a big pillow on the floor, relaxing. What are you doing, Bindi? I'm sniffing Bizzo. Crikey tilted his head. But Bizzo has not been here for many nights. I know, but I can still smell her scent on this pillow, and it makes me feel good. Can I lie there with you? I miss Bizzo very much, and would like to smell her too. Bindi shifted to make room. Crikey lay on the pillow, and he could indeed catch a faint scent of Bizzo. Bindi, is Bizzo ever coming back? Bindi snuggled closer to Crikey. I don't think so. Have you noticed the two-leggers seem to walk a little slower and seem to smile a little less? I notice that I am getting more hugs. Yes, me too. We all miss Bizzo. Even with the bright, shiny objects and special treats... Something is missing. Bindi lay her head down. Cougar poked his whiskered face around the corner where the dogs lay on the pillow. I overheard you two. I miss Bizzo as well. What? I can miss dogs. Well, anyway, we grew up together. When I came to this house, there were two elders who were our teachers. Jinx, who looked like me, and Frankie, who looked 
kind of like you. One day, Jinx went away and I never saw her again. During one of my catnaps, I had a dream I was talking to her. Jinx said she was in a magnificent place with all kinds of animals and was very happy. She said that if I was sad, I should see the world as if I was looking at it for her, and she would be with me. She told me not to be sad, and that one day we would see each other again. Then, one day, Frankie went away too. It was just the two-leggers, Bizzo and me. I remember feeling how you two feel right now. But one night, during the time of the white fluff and bright, shiny objects, Bizzo and I smelled a familiar scent. We saw a faint image of a two-legger in a crimson robe with a bright jewel about her neck. And beside her, I swear, were the shadows of Jinx and Frankie. Bizzo and I felt happy and peaceful, and then we both fell asleep. When we woke, there was a cloth catnip mouse for me and a brand new squeaky teddy bear for Bizzo. Bindi and Crikey's eyes widened. Were those gifts from Aunt Elfie and Jinx and Frankie? Bindi asked. Could be, meowed Cooker. <laughs> All right, it was. Crikey leapt from the pillow. I'm going to look for Aunt Elfie and Bizzo. As he scampered to the door with the bell, Bindi jumped up and followed him. I'm not going to lie here. I'm going to look too. Bindi and Crikey rang the bell fiercely, waking the two leggers. Brian opened the door, and they ran into the snow-packed yard, sniffing everything. What has gotten into them? Jamie said with a smile. Brian smiled back. I don't know, but it's nice to see them excited again. Yes, it is. I think we should have some joyful cocoa this morning. Good idea. Bizzo looked into the blue water. Her heart was full. Every part of her being felt happy. Such a reunion with her mommy and brothers. She had scampered gleefully with her friend Frankie and shared amazing treats with Jinx the cat, as well as made new friends. Bizzo could see and hear crystal clear. She seemingly could run all day and not get tired, even better than when she was in the house so long ago. Or was it long ago? There was no specific time to eat or sleep. In fact, Bizzo realized that she had not taken a nap since she'd been here. She did partake in some of the most delicious goodies she had ever had. She was energized and happy and strong. Love radiated all around her. As she gazed into the water, she saw a figure in the reflection approach from behind her. It was Aunt Elfie. The gentle two-legger with the snow-white hair sat beside Bizzo and stroked her fur. Her red cloak wrapped her small frame, and the jewel that hung around her neck sparkled. Bizzo, remember me telling you how I'd like to have your help with the animals on our one special night? Bizzo looked at Aunt Elfie. Yes, yes, I do. Aunt Elfie took the jewel from around her neck. 
Good. Bizzo, I want you to look into this jewel and tell me what you see. An image began to appear. It was the house where Bizzo had lived with Bindi and Crikey. As the image grew bigger and bigger, it surrounded her until she was completely enclosed in a shimmering bubble. And there with her were Crikey and Bindi, running the length of the fence, exploring beneath the sticky tree, sniffing for something in the yard. Bindi! Crikey! What are you looking for? But they did not respond. Then the image became smaller and smaller as the bubble around her vanished and she found herself looking at the jewel that Aunt Elfie held. What are Bindi and Crikey searching for? Aunt Elfie scratched Bizzo's ear. They are looking for you, Bizzo. Oh, but they should know that I'm happy and strong. Yes, Bizzo, they should. That is why you are going to go with me and give them a little more kindness so they will know that you are happy and strong. They won't be able to see or hear you, but they will be able to feel your presence. When are we going? Right now. Aunt Elfie stood up and wrapped her red cloak around Bizzo. She held the jewel in the palm of her hand, and as it began to spin faster and faster, a bright light surrounded them like a bubble, and then flash! Bizzo and Aunt Elfie were whizzing through space, passing stars, moons, and planets. In the distance, a faint glow quickly grew brighter and brighter. We're almost there! exclaimed Aunt Elfie, and then flash! The bubble hovered just above the front door of the stone cottage. Bizzo was stunned. Everything was giant-sized. Why is everything so big? Because we are very, very tiny. We're so tiny, we can move about without disturbing what is going on. Well, are you sure they won't see us? Absolutely sure. But if we touch one of the humans or animals, they will stop what they are doing and a memory of something nice will come to them. Bizzo was slightly confused. But Aunt Elfie, isn't that why we are here? <laughs> that is why we are here. But we must use our gift with care. The beings here are still learning. If we use it too much, they will take the kindness for granted. Or expect it, rather than be grateful for the moment. Just then, three two-leggers came to the door. One was quite a bit smaller than the other two. We're going to follow them in our bubble, Bizzo. Hovering behind the two-leggers, Aunt Elfie and Bizzo had a perfect view of the goings-on. Through the front window, Bizzo and Aunt Elfie could see Bindi and Crikey inside, running toward the front door. Brian kept pace behind them. Wait, dogs! Sit! Stay! Crikey barked as he hopped in circles. Who are they? Who are they? I want to sniff them. Maybe Bizzo is there too. Bindi knew this routine. If she kept her butt on the floor, she would get a treat. She looked at Crikey crossly. Stop it! We won't get a treat. Crikey, sit, Brian said in a slightly deep tone. Crikey sat. Brian opened the door slowly. We're just doing a little training. If you wouldn't mind to give them each a treat when they lie down. The two-leggers entered the house, and the bubble with Bizzo and Aunt Elfie followed. A strong scent of pine filled Bizzo's nose. 
Looking down, her eyes focused on a very familiar room. The room with the big pillow by the fireplace, where she had enjoyed days and nights of playtime. There was much talking and laughing from many two-leggers, and sweet smells mixed with the fragrance of pine. Bizzo and Aunt Elfie in their tiny bubble were perched high up in the sticky tree among the bright shiny objects. They can't see us, Bizzo, but we can see them. We're bite-sized, like a treat. <laughs> yes, the two-leggers see us as just another bright shiny object. Bindi, crikey, down! Bindi dropped to the floor, a bit of drool forming on her lip. Crikey watched Bindi and followed her example. Stay, said Brian. One of the big two-leggers observed, Look how big Crikey is! <laughs> yeah, he's almost seven months old, replied Brian. They are so polite, the guest said. Brian rewarded the dogs. The treats vanished in a blink. I bet they miss Bizzo. Yes, we all do. We're adjusting. Hearing her name, Bizzo barked from her bubble in the tree. I'm here. I'm here to visit. I'm happy. Bizzo, they can't see or hear you. Oh, that's right. I just got excited. Let's watch for a bit, then look around our old house. Two-leggers of all sizes started to arrive. Some brought pretty boxes with them. Some brought delicious-smelling things and put them on the big table in the room with the sticky tree. Aunt Elfie, I remember this happening when I lived here. Oh, as do I, Bizzo. I had many gatherings like this before I was Aunt Elfie. A two-legger walked past the sticky tree, holding a small plate loaded with goodies. A piece of cheese and cracker slipped off onto the floor. Bindi and Crikey raced to the spot and licked it up before the two-legger even noticed it was missing. <laughs> Crikey has learned that well. He had a good teacher, Bizzo. May we look at the other rooms, or will we get stepped on? Aunt Elfie winked. Not if we float above them. And they floated, just like a bubble, out from the branches and hovered above the room. Bizzo felt them rising. Whee! I'm like a bird! Aunt Elfie and Bizzo floated towards the kitchen. Beneath them they watched as Crikey played tug with a small two-legger and Bindi was sitting up begging for a treat from another. There was much laughter and chatter from the two-leggers. They hovered over the big table loaded to the edge with all kinds of scrumptious delicacies, then rounded the corner to the kitchen, which was filled with the goodies that would not fit on the big table. Bizzo, look what is on the big platter on the countertop. Those are my pacoons. I taught Jamie and Brian how to make those long ago. You did? I love those. They're my favorite. As Bizzo and Aunt Elfie were floating room to room, Jamie brought out a big suitcase and announced, Okay, everyone, it's time for our sing-along. Oh, my heavens! exclaimed a two-legger in a green hat. Is that Grandpa's accordion? Sure is, Jamie said, pulling out the red squeeze box. <laughs> don't get too excited. I don't play as well as Grandpa did, but I did learn some songs. Jamie pulled the bellows apart. As Jamie pressed the keys, the music began, and all the two-leggers started howling along. Crikey cocked his head 
What are they doing? They do it every year, and it seems like they're having fun, so let's join in. Ow! Ow! Bizzle and Aunt Elfie laughed from above and watched as everyone laughed, sang, ate, and drank. Then, one by one, the two-leggers left with smiles, hugs, and small wrapped plates of goodies. Jamie and Brian stood at the door as the last two-legger left. Thank you for coming. So wonderful to see you. Good night. Good night. The door shut and the house fell silent. Whew. I'm exhausted. Bendy, crikey. Let's go outside one more time before we turn in. The two tired dogs did their business, came back inside, and lay beside each other on the pillow in the room with the sticky tree. Cougar was curled up in his favorite chair. Everything was quiet. Aunt Elfie looked at Bizzo. Okay, now we start. I have some special things to put out. I want you to give extra special love to Crikey, Bindi, and Cougar. Bizzo went to the big pillow where Crikey and Bindi lay. She gently licked Crikey's ear, and as she did, his nostrils flared, recognizing Bizzo's familiar scent. Then Bizzo rubbed Bindi's face against hers. Bindi's lips curled up. Still in a dream, she lifted her sleepy eyelids for a moment before closing them with a deep sigh. Hmm. From his favorite chair, Cougar was quietly watching. I knew you would come back, Bizzo, and I knew you were happy. Thank you for this peace of mind. I am only as far away as a thought, my friend, Bizzo whispered as she softly nuzzled his head. Aunt Elfie approached them both. Cougar, it's so nice to see you. It's Always been nice to see you, Aunt Elfie. Aunt Elfie nodded and winked at Cougar, then turned to Bizzo. We have other work to do, Bizzo, so we must go. Bizzo took a long, heartfelt look around the room, the place where she had spent so many wonderful hours. She breathed in the sweet aroma of pecoons, the sticky pine tree, and the scent of her two companions, Crikey and Bindi. Then she whispered, Goodbye, my loves. See you next year. And then, in a brilliant flash, Cougar watched Aunt Elfie and Bizzo disappear. He put his head back down on his paws, and somewhere far away he heard my voice. Ha ha ha! Excellent job! The sticky tree sparkled as the light of a new day passed through the window. The beaming rays made their way to the pillow by the fireplace where Crikey and Bindi lay. Bindi's eyes fluttered open. She felt as though Bizzo had just nuzzled her head. She felt happy and energized. Crikey, get up! She said as she softly placed a paw on his. Crikey's nose twitched. I smell Bizzo! he said as his sleepy eyes started to sparkle. Cougar stretched his paws wide and with a toothy smile said, Oh yes, she was here, and so was Aunt Elfie. At the base of the sticky tree was a big fuzzy ball. Bindi cautiously approached it. Crikey, come! 
from here? This smells like Bizzo! Crikey shook the sleep out of his eyes. Something was staring at him from among the presents around the sticky tree. He pounced. It was a long furry lizard with googly eyes. Crikey shook the toy, then dropped it abruptly. This smells like Bizzo too! Cooker leapt from his chair, darting between the dogs. Bindi and Crikey had never seen him move so fast. He grabbed a blue-striped cloth mouse with a feather for a tail and holding it with his sharp claws, rolled it back and forth against his face. Oh, yes, 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 these are indeed gifts from Aunt Elfie. <gasps> and Bizzo. The spinning jewel slowed to a stop in Aunt Elfie's hand. The pictures of the stone cottage, Bindi, Crikey, and Cougar became smaller. Bizzo watched as the images slowly disappeared. She felt calm and contented. Aunt Elfie looked at Bizzo. Well, Bizzo, we delivered the gifts of kindness, love, peace, and joy tonight. We sure did. The best gifts anyone can give to another. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Joe appeared. Or should I say, I appeared. Ha ha ha! Joe, what are you doing here? I came to congratulate you and Bizzo. Thank you, Joe. It was wonderful. I can't wait to do it again. Oh, you will do it again, many times. Bizzo, you probably know this, but not everyone is kind to animals. That's why what you and Aunt Elfie do is so very, very important. Now that she has your help, there'll be no stopping the love and kindness you can spread to animals everywhere on Earth. Well, we have a good role model. Really? Who? You, Joe! <laughs> You've been spreading joy for centuries. <laughs> I have, haven't I? Okay. I have a riddle for you. Bizzle, put your paw in my hand. Aunt Elfie, take my other hand in yours. Now, what am I? You're Joe. The jolly old elf. No, I'm in good hands and good paws. <laughs> <laughs> As the three of us stood there by the blue water, Bizzo, Aunt Elfie, and I looked up at the sky above us. And amazing, like so many times before, it swirled with every color we had ever seen. Bizzo's Holiday Secret was written and produced by Bonzer Productions, starring the voices of John Polk, Diane Wasnock, and Barb Polk, recorded at Big Bear Studios, editing and sound design by John Polk, music from Envato's Audio Jungle, original cello and violin music by LaTanya Peoples, artwork by Karen Gersh, copyright Bonzer Productions, 
2022.